1: anyone at work can design with Canva start designing today at canva.com designed for work <clears throat> AT&T connects an O to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
1: This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
0: Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio.
1: Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Macaws are giants among birds, reaching up to four feet that's over a meter from beak to tail. These spectacularly colorful members of the parrot family, made up of 17 distinct species, are originally from the rainforest regions of Central and South America. They're intelligent, curious, and talkative companions that have been domesticated for centuries. For the article this episode is based on, Hastuff Works spoke with Gregory Rich, DVM, an avian and exotic pet veterinarian who has a 24-year-old blue and gold macaw. He said, Macaws can make wonderful pets in the right household. Like many other pet birds, macaws are playful and seem to enjoy being trained to perform tricks like waving hello or using a skateboard. In the wild, macaw couples will live in flocks of 10 to 30 birds, all of them calling, squawking, and emitting the macaw scream throughout the forest. The variety of sounds are used to communicate within the flock or mark territorial claims. Individual birds even create unique songs, so their mates will be able to identify them. Some macaw screams can be deafening when indoors, so the macaw isn't well-suited for people who like peace and quiet at home. Although macaws don't have a larynx like humans use to create speech, they do have a syrinx. The syrinx is located at the bottom of its trachea, and when air is passed over the syrinx and through the throat and mouth, where that air can be manipulated by the tongue, a macaw can mimic human words and even whole sentences. And yes, there have been domesticated macaws that learned to swear and that then taught those swear words to other macaws. In September of 2020, a group of macaws was removed from the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in England for cussing at patrons. In addition to being verbose, macaws are undeniably romantic typically selecting a mate for the rest of their life. This lifelong mate chosen by a macaw is a breeding partner, but macaws will also share their food, much like a couple splitting a meal at a restaurant. Macaws also enjoy mutual grooming and often ritualize the task by creating specific and personalized routines to follow. And when it comes time to lay eggs, female macaws incubate the eggs while the males hunt for food over a large area. At home, macaws require room to roam, which translates into large cages with space to spread their wings. Rich said some knowledgeable owners dedicate a bird room with tile flooring with plenty of perch stands or rope perches that can be suspended from the ceiling for their macaws. The macaw's diet in the wild is varied and fresh, with a focus on seeds, nuts, berries, fruits, insects, and snails, and sometimes clay soil to aid in digestion. In the wild, macaws will travel long distances, up to 15 miles or 24 kilometers, throughout Central and South America's rainforests to forage. At home, these intelligent birds require not only a varied diet, but the stimulation that comes with seeking out food sources. Some macaw enthusiasts train their birds to forage for food. They begin by adding several small foraging bowls to the macaw's cage, so the bird must move around to different areas to find food or treats. Once this is mastered, a small piece of paper can be placed over each bowl, which the macaw can push away to uncover the food. This can progress to taping the paper on the top of the bowls. The idea is to make each stage of the foraging process a little more demanding, both physically and mentally. And some people who live with macaws as pets eventually turn them loose from their cages to forage around their homes for food puzzles, under supervision. But let's talk beaks. A macaw's beak is so strong that it can easily crush the hard, thick shells of Brazil nuts, a task that I personally struggle with despite having opposable thumbs and the use of tools. A macaw uses its large curved beak in conjunction with its long, agile toes and tongue To position the food for optimal crushing. Its thick, fleshy tongue contains a hyoid bone structure that changes the shape of the tongue, which makes them one of the few types of birds to have intrinsic muscles like humans that control tongue movement. The good news is that macaws rarely use this powerful weapon on people, but if they did, they could easily crush a person's bony knuckle. For this reason, it's often ill advised to put the bird on one's shoulder as the close proximity from beak to face could result in injury. The same goes for allowing a macaw to roam the house unsupervised. A rich said, when left out of the cage to roam in the house, they can be very destructive. Well, like all birds, macaws like to chew, so grandma's rocking chair you so dearly love may be missing a leg when you get home. The wires to the modem may be chewed through, or your desk papers may be shredded. When macaws hatch from their eggs, they have black eyes. As they reach about five months of age, their eyes will begin to lighten in color, and this process will continue for up to two years. Ultimately, an adult macaw has a vivid yellow eye color with charcoal pupils. This color usually sticks throughout the macaw's 50-70 to year lifespan, although there are accounts of variations. Because macaws are more active during daylight hours, they have a flat and shallow eye construction to allow for maximum light input. The eyes are positioned on the side of the head, which allows macaws to see with each eye independently and have a 360-degree view of the world around them. And while most birds cannot move their eyes within their eye sockets, macaws can, which only adds to their ability to see their environment without turning their heads. Like most people who share their home with a companion macaw, Dr. Rich has seen his macaw use facial and body language as well as vocalizations to communicate emotional moods. He explained, she delights visitors with a loud hello and will blush when she is held by someone she has a fondness for. Macaws, with the exception of hyacinth macaws, can blush their cheeks a pink-red hue, just like humans this involuntary reaction is caused by increased blood flow to the veins and capillaries near the surface of their cheeks and can be seen because of the absence of feathers on the bird's cheek areas. Macaws also fluff various areas of their feathers to communicate in social contexts. Today's episode is based on the article, Yes, Macaws Can Talk and Say Bad Words on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Lori L. Dunn. The stuff is production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Happy Pride from Tomboy X